Welcome. It is your uh, Tuesday, Lori and Julia show. My talk 1071, everything entertainment and a glorious Tuesday. It is. The sun is shining. It is 67 degrees. We're going to enjoy it because then the rain's coming in. We don't want to talk about that. But but you just did. Yeah, you just did, though, Johnny. Oh, so look at right, that. Yeah. I, there's Sorry. something about weather people that they need to give you the happy, but but don't get too happy. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Don't get too That's high. Right. And, and we want to give a shout-out to Becky, Lorley, and Lulia. She's pretty funny. She's our announcer this week. week. Yeah, Yeah. she's She's cute. I've heard some other ones of hers, so that's kind of fun. That's good. That's good. Um, Okay, I got to tell you of one real blonde thing that happened to me in Mexico. Okay. So. You started. No. Saying A? No. Thought you were in Canada? No, 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 no. no. Although I'm (laughs) surrounded by Canadians down there, let me tell you. Um, No, I, I, Casey and I, um, we forgot to factor in um, our transfer money. Okay. So the cash that I brought w- didn't have like the $150, you know, for the transfer, the round right. trip transfer or whatever. So I'm like going crazy. I don't want to pinch pesos when I'm in Mexico because I had just brought like 300 cash instead of like maybe 450 Sure. Okay. Because I want to have money for tips. Yes. I want to, you know, tip in cash. And you can use your credit card and get the best. I don't want to pinch pesos in Mexico. I, I you don't. heard it here, people. Donnie, I don't want to pinch I don't want to pinch well, and I don't want to pinch pennies here in the U.S. I either. Just I just love you saying that. I just want to have my pesos to mm-hmm. cash, you know, to tip people. I was getting a blowout there. We've got maid service every other day at the condo, and yes, you know, your credit card gives you the best exchange that day. Okay. Okay. So, but nice to pay in cash, and some restaurants will even give you a discount, a discount. if you yes. pay in cash. Yes. So I'm going crazy because I'm pinching pesos, and so finally on Wednesday morning, I said, "Casey, I can't take it. I've got to find a cash machine. I can't take it anymore. Okay. I had to give one half a peso to someone instead of two. No, it's like a what's the rate? Twenty. Well, it's about eighteen pesos to a dollar. So a okay. hundred pesos is five bucks. Okay. 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 So I go to there's an American cash machine and peso cash machine. I want pesos because I don't want to have to then exchange. So go to the peso machine. Da 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 da. Yes, this is going to cost me like five bucks. Yes, okay. I agree to that. And I forget that I'm in pesos. I think in getting four hundred dollars, I press four hundred pesos, which is four dollars. So I spent <laughs> oh, no. five dollars to get four dollars. Four dollars. That's a bad bet. And I'm like, what? The hell? Now I'm pinching pennies. Casey goes, well, it's morning. I don't have a contact, and I can't read. So I go to get more pesos. Oh dear. And this time I press. Would I like to know my balance? Yep, I got my balance in, in pesos. pesos, and that cost me $5 <laughs> and gave me my card back. And I'm like, screw it. Finally, though, again, now Thursday, I feel like I'm pinching pesos. Oh, yeah. And Friday, I went, you know, and got like, you know, 2,000 pesos and paid very close attention. To which buttons you were pushing. No. That is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Casey goes, did you just pay $5 to get $4? I go, yep. That's basically what I did. <laughs> Hello, Blonde. Oh, well. Yeah, you hmm. got to remember that because the cash machines are side by side. Dolares yeah. and pesos. Do you feel like you're pretty proficient in Spanish when I you're down there? I can read it. I can okay. read and understand it, but I can't. Like, we went by this marina and it said all this... You know, the, the, esta, the, the, this, and you know, I said, okay, somebody was here and it says Asegurado. I go, I think all those boats just got cleared, like for inspection. No, all those boats got shut down. 
Oh, I didn't know the mean. Yeah, Aston Luigo. Yeah, yeah, wrong word, wrong word. So he's like, "Yeah, I'm not going to believe you anymore." So I go, "I'm pretty good at reading, reading stuff, getting uh, yeah, reading between the lines." Uh I just didn't know what "asgurado" meant. Now you know. Shut down. Shut Shut it down. down, eh? That's right. That's my Spanish. So did you have like do you when you're down there because you go there yeah a couple couple times times a year Mm -hmm. and so this group of people because you were saying I'm going to this big party we've got this to go to you never really shared with us anything about your trip. Oh my gosh this party we went to. uh, So is it just everyone who stays in Puerto Aventuras kind of area? Well no it's a you know it was an invitation party and we didn't make it to the afternoon party which it was in a mariachi band and I I, I'm too discombobulated to land, go to Chedarare to get my booze and food for Casey and I for the week, and then I need to lay on the beach. I can't just be going to some party. No. So, you, but you do that, you just come to work. I can't be going to a party, right. but I can come to work. But the party moved then later to this other okay. place, and they had an amazing uh, fire dancer. This woman was just incredible. Really? Yeah, what so was it celebrating? Just spring? Somebody's big birthday. Okay. A big number. A big number. Maybe beginning with seven. Oh. oh, any with a zero. Uh-huh. Yeah. 70, own it, own it, own, own it. it. Well, speaking of 70, yeah. geez, we woke up to this news today. Donnie, play the GMA. We have a really notable yes. comedic actress yes. uh, uh, passing. George, this morning we're celebrating the life of an actress best known for her role on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Georgia Engel was known for her distinctive voice and impeccable comic timing. Sure, all Rhoda would do is just listen. Well, I guess about here is where Rhoda would have made a joke, you know, to sort of relieve the tension. I'm sorry, I'm not very good at jokes. <laughs> That's okay, I guess I'm just really tense about tomorrow. This priest is playing golf with this rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ingo, she was a five-time Emmy nominee, and she also appeared on shows like Everybody Loves Raymond and Hot in Cleveland, and she was mm. 70 years Unforgettable. old. Unforgettable. Unforgettable. And she, she was in studio with us. Yes, yes she, she was. was. And she was in town for Hello Dolly, we think. No, no, it was no nonsense. She was, oh, nonsense. nonsense. Yes. That was it. She was in the original Broadway run of Hello Dolly for six years. Oh, she, And she was discovered by Milos Forman, the director, who put her in a movie called Taking Off. And one of the screenwriters put her in a play called The House of Blue Leaves, which Mary Tyler Moore and her husband Grant Tinker were in the audience. Yes, yes. And they liked they... her, and it was supposed to just be a one-episode few line where she played Georgette, Ted Baxter's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And they just kept writing her in and writing her in. And she, That's fun. She, didn't, she wasn't in the, uh, uh, you know, right at the beginning. I think it was the third se- season that she joined the Mary Tyler Moore. And then she was um, uh, Brad Garrett's... Um, mother-in-law and everybody loves Raymond. Right. And then yeah. she was the wife of the Minnesota State Athletic Director on um, Kenneth uh, Howard Burley uh, on Coach. Mm-hmm. Oh, that show yeah. Coach. Oh, and then Coach. she was hot yeah. in Cleveland and she was in Drowsy Chaperone, Chaperone on Broadway in 2006. She's young. She's only 70 years old. Julia, right. she was a Christian scientist and she did not consult doctors. Is that what Christian Scientology, you just believe you're... Christian con- scientist, scientist is what it's called. And I'm, they I'm combining Scientology yeah. with it. So they didn't consult, she didn't consult doctors. So, I mean, it could be anything. I mean, right. you know, I, I remember I had a girlfriend whose mom was afraid to go to a doctor. Right. She was like in her 60s. She'd never had a mammogram, never had a pap smear. Serious? I mean, things... That's a huge fear. 
Well, I mean, but I mean, things could be going things on in your body on. that you yep. could be taking. So I don't know what happened, but she was just a lovely uh, uh, lady when we met her in studio. And she was really just very fun. And she was a ballet dancer. Oh, a wonderful dancer. Yes. She, yeah. She was like yeah. some like really amazing dancer. She went to ballet school for crying out loud, graduated. Look at that. And got a theater degree from the University of Hawaii. Okay. Now that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, so Georgia. anyway, so Georgia Engel, if you know who she was, if you don't, if you Google her, you would uh, probably recognize recognize her from uh, television shows and that kind of stuff. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. That's Walk Me Home by Pink. Love that song. It's so good. Okay, well, the news that everyone was talking about yesterday, of course, was the fire at the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. And here's an update this morning from GMA, and then we have an update maybe to that update. Oh, okay. This morning, Paris, the city of lights, still dazed after a massive blaze ravaged historic Notre Dame Cathedral, the more than 800-year-old heart of the French capital searing images as the cathedral glowed from within. In this one, you can see the gaping hole in its once majestic ceiling. French officials say the fire began at around 6.50 p.m. local time, but spread quickly. And then this moment of horror, Notre Dame's iconic spire crashing down Paris, the world, could only look on in despair. Part of the roof also collapsing, onlookers stunned, some unable to hold back tears as the fire raged on. Nearly 500 firefighters battling huge flames in a race to save what they could of the 13th century cathedral. The blaze engulfed scaffolding from a $6 million renovation project. Investigators are looking into whether a construction worker could have accidentally sparked the inferno. By nightfall, five hours later, the fire was contained, and news came that the main structure and its iconic towers were safe, but trepidation over what damage would be discovered inside. So what yes. they've discovered... Okay, so here's a couple things. Okay. So the first call came in at 6.20 last night, but there was nothing visible. And, you know, oh. they, I guess they had talked about this inner... If you've been in the cathedral, once you get into the... All the way into the chapel, it's all wood embers. It's yeah, all it's wood bracing. Right. And all of this, so, you, you know... They, they spec- the forest. They, yeah, they speculated that maybe wood. a spark or sure. something happened. Yeah. And then by 20 minutes later, the fire was visible at that point. And, okay. of course, it's rush hour traffic very busy around that part, sure. you know, to get there. So they were kind of delayed by that traffic. And shortly before 8 o'clock last night is when the spire crumbled. And there's okay. just some incredible pictures yeah. out there mm-hmm. of um, what was happening. And at 11 o'clock last night, the president of France said the worst has been avoided. The facade and the two main pop- towers did not collapse. Right. That's made of limestone. Yes. And by... Early uh, Tuesday morning, the fire was under control. It had been extinguished nine hours after it started. They're going to do an investigation, but they do think it was a construction accident. Yep. And um, that spire was added during a restoration project in the 19th century Mm. is when that was added. And the majority of that 13th century uh, 
building. Oak roof right. called the forest yep. uh, because it took a forest of trees to build mm-hmm. it. That was basically destroyed. Yep. And uh, no one was killed in the fire. Two policemen and a firefighter were injured. Here's something. The chaplain of the Paris Fire Brigade, his name okay. is Jean-Marc Fournier. He, you know, remember we we didn't really know about chaplains with fire fire brigades until 9-11. And I remember that chaplain died. I got to just interrupt. It's something when we were watching that spire tip over yesterday. I was just when we're watching. It reminded me of 9-11. Watching the building in flames and just in disbelief. What happened? What happened? And thank goodness this, you know, wasn't wasn't terrorist. No kidding. So John Mark Fournier, the chaplain of the Paris Uh Fire Brigade, because it was such a big fire... He goes with the crew. Sure. He ran into the cathedral with the firefighters. I mean, he had a helmet on stuff, Mm -hmm. and he's the one who saved the crown of thorns and the sacrament and some other religious artifacts that everyone was just going crazy about. And one of the firefighters said he's an absolute hero for doing that. He showed no fear as he made straight for the relics inside the cathedral. He made sure they were saved. He deals with life and death every day. He shows no fear. He also went to the Bataclan the night when, of that terrorist oh, attack. Yes, yes. And he prayed with people there Remember that and God. blessed people who died on that nightclub floor. Yep. And he also, he's in his 50s and... Um, he was in the uh, he was in the armed forces diocese in two thousand and four as an army working all over the uh, world and in Afghanistan he saved an ambush in which ten soldiers were killed, so he's oh, like really, oh. really something. Well, uh, tell us his name again. Je, uh, uh, excuse me, his name is uh, Jean Marc Fournier. Fournier, okay. And then for the the thing, the crown of thorns. Mm-hmm. So the story with that is that that is purported to be a relic of the wreath of thorns. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's placed on the head of Jesus Christ. That is crucifixion. It was Wait. brought to Paris in 1238 Jeez. by the French monarch Louis, what is an I and an X? <laughs> Ninth. Ninth. Thank you. Yeah. The ninth. The one before. Okay. I don't yep. know my Roman numerals. Yep. Anyway, and it was contained in this elaborate uh, gold case 
in the cathedral's treasury and is occasionally displayed. So he even knew where, where to, to go, go find yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, and then the blessed sacrament is something that's in this big ornate golden container. Right. And then the rose windows survived, which yeah. of and course most is, of the stained glass windows they said. That again, is that's yeah. the famous the yep. when you go inside the largest it's stained glass window. Yeah, they're called the rose windows, and mm-hmm. it's like when you go in, you're just like, "Whoa!" I think, and that just churches are so gorgeous. Yeah, and they saved the organ. Yeah, uh, because that was under the limestone part. Mm-hmm. That's always mm-hmm. at the beginning of it, and there were other art p- pieces that some of the other firefighters and police were able to get. But this chaplain, he knew, he where, knew to go. where to go. He knew where to go. And people have already been pledging money. Um, Sal, Sama Hayek's husband, who's Francois Henry Pagnol, mm-hmm. he owns, you know, HMVL, all the Louis Vuitton, right. you know, all that stuff. And he pledged $115 million. And... Um, they, well, the family, the Arnaud family owns LVMH. Yes, and, yes. and Selma Hayek's husband is like the CEO because yes. he gave like $100 million and that family gave like $225 million. Unbelievable. So, um, it's going to take a lot more than that, I bet, to do all the rebuild. Well, I know, it but is, there's but been you know, a lot. One of the things that so. they did, they did a 3D imaging for this re- reconstruction. reconstruction. Uh-huh. So they have every detail good, of exactly good. how that church looked yeah. and the fact that you know the limestone and all these other things are kind of all these little miraculous stories are coming out about like i guess crowds gathered around and they were singing hymns and ave maria yeah it was and, being sung. it 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 brought you know the people together because it is their well to see a temple a, a anything, cathedral a mosque, a mosque anything, anything like that burning you know it's just it's 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 a it's, terrible thing and of course this Notre Dame has gone through so much yes it has and you know uh, father I don't know what his name is but the one that is um, uh, the bishop that his area is New York and he's at St Patrick's Church. He was on this morning on the Today Show, but the one thing, you know, it's Holy Week. Yes, of course. Um, and it's Passover. And he was saying this morning that when they redid St. Patrick's, they put up all this watering system and everything because they're rough as wood as well. Yeah. And I'm wondering if, you know, all the big Gothic ones, the big churches like the one in Milan, you know, yeah. these are the big things. The if, yeah, if they're if they have the watering, you know, the sprinkler system. Sprinkler you, it costs a lot of money oh, to yes. redo that. Right. And who knows what they were doing? But yeah, they they will rebuild. They will rebuild. Maybe five years. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, we will be back. Chris Riemann Schneider is joining us. We're going to talk music. And if you're going to any festivals, we're going to get you prepped for that. And if you're sticking around here for festivals. Between the zoo and the bazaar. They tell me think with my head, not that thing in my chest. They got their hands at my neck this time. But you're the one that I want. If that's really so wrong, then they don't. All right, it's that feeling. It's time to talk music. Chris Riemann Schneider from the Star Tribune is joining us to talk all things music. Thanks for coming in. Always and especially widespread panic. Yeah, we just did the exchange. You know, Casey and I ended up getting four Rolling Stone tickets, so I contacted Chris and John. Uh-huh. I'm like, one of you two going? Do you go to the Jazz Fest every year? I go just uh, every year I can. I've, I 
just about every other year is my average. So okay, funny. so he so bought good. my tickets, right? Yes, and then I, I gave him back. A, I gave him back his check, and he gave me back my tickets. Oh. And now I just got to make sure I got my credit. I can't. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Can't can't pull the the I'm a music critic card with the Rolling Stones at Jazz Fest. Oh, they hot, don't very, care who you are. Very hot ticket. So I'm glad you got it. And then lo and behold, we. <sighs> I know. How about, were you tell me what you thought that day that you found out it was a Saturday or something? Yeah, I was. I was we genu- both tweet, tweet I was, direct message. I was like, I'm yeah. so bummed. Well, I was genuinely worried at first for Mick. You know, you, right? Because you, you know those guys are getting up there. Yeah, and, and uh, Mick especially, it, he's got to be. It had to be something serious for him to to cancel and. Uh, and so they get like physicals good. before they go on the road, obviously. Yeah. That much money on the... <laughs> I think the insurance company yeah. requires that. The, yeah, and then Keith keeps passing. Keith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep figure. calling him. Or, okay. or maybe they just get... Yeah, they're pass. just like, we gotta have a man. Okay, so before we move on to, and you know, local stuff, it's being someone who loves to go to the Jazz Fest, yeah. and I, we heard from a couple people when Julie and I first... Because Julie had the idea, like, in February... Yeah. Let's go we to this. wanted to go to go to this. What makes this festival great, and what are your three tips for us? Oh, the, what makes it great is is the city itself, New Orleans. I mean, it is sort of a, a microcosm example of of the city of New Orleans. It's the 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 food at the festival, and who goes to a concert, a big festival, thinking my I, there's going to be great forward food. To the food. It's amazing. These food stands are you know oh, really? all, all the good New Orleans food and. Some real funky stuff too, and and you you just you spend half the day going from these different stands to the different tents. It's it's laid out on a, on the horse track on their fairgrounds in New Orleans, so you just kind of do a circle. That's from, all you from, do from tent to stage, tent to stage for all these. And do you just plant your chair wherever? Yeah, stake a spot. Yeah, the yeah the some of the the tents them have have chairs like the there's oh. there's the kind of the Dixieland jazz tent. We're you cheated. you will see people that have been sitting there for probably eighty five years. <laughs> there's How some fun. there's some old folks out there yeah, at this thing, good. which makes it really cool. Uh, and so then, it's an all age thing. All age. Mm-hmm. It's, it's families go to it, and and you get the 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 big stages where the big acts play of kind of the big wild party scene, and then these these the gospel tent. Is I mean I don't know if you you know believe in Jesus or not, but you well you the will. Bayfront Blues you Test does a small yeah. gospel thing it's on Sunday morning and back. It's amazing. It's some of the most rocking stuff you will experience. It's, okay, it's so good. So yeah, and then so, it's Lori, food. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, she this is Casey's going to be so Casey's happy about be that. Happy. I'll send you some tips on the really good food stands. Okay, that, yeah, there's a there's a po' boy that uh, it's this pork cochon de lait po' boy. I have dreams well, about it. I was surprised. Casey and I, the last two years, have gone up for the ja- or the Oyster Fest. Yeah, and free free yeah. festival, free music, free everything. Yeah. But the food was all like kind of the top restaurants had a food yeah. truck or a barbecue right? stand. They're all there. New Orleans has so many of the great little festivals yeah. like that. You, you can go any time of the year and have a blast. But this is my favorite. Does it time rain of the year. usually? Um, it can. It yeah, can. Okay. it can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it won't if you're there. Do they I have was going. Uh, not no, not yeah. Inside? I think you I don't know. I don't know actually. Oh Lord, yeah. bring out, I'll bring home. You're lucky I'm not the, coming with. Oh, for sure. It the would nice, rain. nice thing with rain is half the stages are covered. Uh, covered, so so all of a sudden the gospel tent will be totally full when it's raining, okay. which is which is fine. So uh, the New Orleans great. Jazz Fest, and you go, you love it. I've I've been going since I lived in Austin. Oh, I can't wait. We used to drive over next year, Lori. Just love it. Yeah, so good. All so right, good. and then it's over at seven, and then you got. 
New Orleans itself. It is and then over spe- that early. Yeah, so. it, it goes from 11 to 7, and then people kind of shower oh gosh, or, or veg for a couple hours. hours and. Mm-hmm. And then go back and go see some music. Or and go eat. to bed. <laughs> no, no. We. I am a festival goer. Yeah, this I is, love those hours. Yeah, I yeah. do too. Yeah. That's nice. That's great. Okay, so uh, Lucinda Williams was in town this weekend. Was that a great show? It was wonderful. Was it's that the, the, she did her uh, Car Wheels on the Gravel Road album, which was kind of her big breakthrough, and uh, it was the 20th anniversary of it. Has I, it been 20 years? Yeah, that album? yeah. For me personally, I, I lived in Austin when she and she lived in Austin at the time that she was working on that album, and she worked on it for like like four years. And I saw her kind of woodshop those songs, so it was always just a really meaningful album for mm-hmm. me. And and it became her best known album and won our Grammy everything. And she went through and kind of explained song by song the origins of it. And and for, these songs are really. Was Beautiful, it sold out? great things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, two nights at the Fitzgeralds mm-hmm. sold out. This was kind of the start of the First Avenue era of the Fitzgerald. So did they fr- buy Fitzgerald? First Avenue bought the Fitzgerald from, so they have from the, NPR. And okay, so it's Fitzgerald, they, the Palace. They, yep, yep. This was a, a, a story in, in Saturday's paper that's still yes. online. It's, they, First Avenue's got a little bit of an empire going on. What? Um, All right, yeah, they have everything, don't yeah, they? Yeah, the, they turf? Have a, the, the, the Turf Club, the, the Palace Theater, they, they manage. Um, the Fine Line they bought up last year. Um, you know, and, and it's, yeah, if, if you first Avenue has a great reputation locally, actually they have a great reputation nationally. Uh, and it's most other cities don't have an, an independent entity like that, uh, kind of having the, the stronghold on the music business and, and they're up against live nation who are building a new venue to open next year Yeah, called the, the Fillmore. I named you know, someone the, wrote a really good book on first Avenue. <laughs> Who's that? That's I you, don't Chris know. Raymond I don't know. You know, it's funny though, as I, I, uh, the the story that ran Saturday, I you know I had just a little bit of the history on the club uh, mm-hmm. that it, that it opened in 1970. I didn't say it opened as the depot and then became Uncle Sam's. Mm-hmm. I just said First Avenue opened in 1970. Yeah, uh, people emailing oh. me, oh. Uh, You're leaving wrong. comments. You're yeah, learn your history. And oh jeez, like, you're like I did a whole book. <laughs> yeah, the, sometimes though, just for e- I, ease of the story, but yeah, exactly. Oh, I didn't. Gosh. It wasn't a history lesson. It was. The, okay. Well, will the History Center be selling your book at their First Avenue, their exhibit that they've got going on? Because they're tell us about that. Yeah, that's going to be really cool. That that opens in in uh, two weekends, May May fourth. It opens, uh, and it's it's a it's a big overview. It's it's based on my book, basically. They, oh, they, it is. They use my book as a, a the Historical Society Press, where the publishers of the book. So it's kind of the same. Company yeah. or same umbrella, whatever. So, and will this be an exhibit in the history center? Yeah, yeah, That's and you kind of so cool. you, you kind of walk through and decade by decade. And I guess they have. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I heard last week they were installing the uh, disco, the lit up disco dance floor uh, from Uncle Sam's. Yeah, it's not the original one, yeah, but okay. it's it's a it's a uh, replica. Of well, it. Even the Ore House in Superior had a, a light up disco yeah. dance floor. It might have only been fourteen <laughs> squares, but it was. There. I remember those were all the rage. Yeah, and then will they have music going along with it? Or? They're having yeah, they're having an opening party uh, the, uh, the, that day on the fourth. Uh, they, they're having DJs and stuff, and then then I think like once a month they're having like a a, a music 
They have always done this on Tuesday nights at the History Center, like in the month of July. Mm -hmm. And just bring your lawn chairs and they play out sort of on this patio area, the band. Yeah, yeah. They do such a good job with their exhibits. I'm not saying that because I'm tied to this exhibit. I've I've been a long time. We're waiting for them to do an underwear exhibit because our nipples, along with our patent, is in. That that would be in the center of the room room. under the gold. Like the Hope Diamond. It actually is. Apparently, <laughs> apparently we, nipples. Yeah, but apparently we have like the, the history of the underwear and long under. Well, all Munson of this wear is was here. from yes, here and yes. a lot That's of underwear true. brands. That's true. And They've done something I'm, like it in the past, Lori. I, I bet know. that would When get... Kristen Tillotson did the story on us, the Minnesota History Center contacted us and they said, when you get your patent, we want That's the patent awesome. and we want it. In an ish- mm-hmm. And I said, what are you going to do with it? Well, if we ever have an underwear exhibit. That's a I, I think that'd be a hot ticket. No, I'd like no, to see no what the patent looks like. I don't know what drawer I have it in. Yeah. No, we we sent them a copy. No, I know, but I'm curious what you, mine what is. You did. Okay, so when does the History Center First Avenue, modeled after your book, open? Uh, May, May 4th, and it's you know, it's going to be open all summer. Okay. Um, it's it's going to be really cool. That I, is I, so cool. I Congratulations. People, you know, the beauty of it is is it's you, you can go to the club itself. Yeah. The club is doing great. And well, you know that. So alive and rocking. The and Paul so. Allen Music Museum, whatever that's yeah. called, now, he has a whole room devoted to First Avenue in Seattle. It's, it's that legendary of a club, so I I think it's totally, it's a huge part of our culture here. I think it's totally appropriate for the History Center to have it. And, yeah. And I, I can't wait to see it. What I, did you think of the uh, Basilica Block Party lineup this year? I'm exce- I, I love the Friday, Friday lineup is incredible. I mean, Casey Muskers was a huge get for them. They they had, now, they had confirmed her earlier, obviously, and then they announced it the Tuesday after the Grammys. When I she, mean, she had her big moment. and. Um, but that day is also the the side stage has semi-sonic and the Jayhawks. That's going to be for a fun kind one. of the local fans. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, that the, one could sell. I mean, I don't yeah. know if the Basilica would, ever sells out, but that one feels I like that highly, Friday night would sell. I would sell highly out. bet it will. If you want to see Casey Musgraves, yeah, I would buy the tickets ahead of time yeah. for sure. Um, we're debating that, and my family, my because my daughters love that Casey Musgraves record, and we're debating whether to uh, buy Basilica is good, good for an eight and an eleven year old. It's Little rowdy, uh, but you might have to explain um, well, some things. Yeah. But just I'm, the funny smells, maybe. Well, yeah, you that, and then as it gets later, and Casey will be the right. headliner. Well, they know the funny smells. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right, right, okay. All right, all right. Listen, when we come back, let's um, talk about like music in the zoo. We'd love sure. to just talk to you about uh, Madonna. Someone got very mad at us yesterday that, that we were not standing with Madonna when we were making fun of her Madam X. You know, promo for her I'm new whore, album. I'm a whore. I'm a nun. I'm a saint. I'm a equestrian. Well, we get it. She's a concept artist. Yes, she is. All right, we'll be right back with Chris Ryan Schneider from the Star Tribune. And I don't wanna be somebody without your body. Close without your body. Close to me. Woo. You can never come too close for comfort. I had to cut my cut my off. She being stubborn. I make it known I'm. Not hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. We're talking music with Chris Riemann Schneider from the Star Tribune. Uh, what's your Twitter handle again? Chris, Chris R. R. Strib. Thank you. Yeah. I, I like reading your... Uh, I love that story on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, thanks. About yeah. I, the first I mean, Avenue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, no, music it was a, is such a big thing. It was a, a talker. Thing. People are... In, we're, yeah. A lot different reactions to it because 
A lot of people are afraid First Avenue is becoming like a local monopoly. but That's okay. Um, it's better than a national monopoly. Well, exactly. What about having that's locally a, yeah. owned? That's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. No. Okay, so tell us uh, uh, the the Music in the Zoo concert series lineup. I always, I mean, I do try and hit a couple of shows. It's such it's a, so great, fun. It great a great, great place thing, yeah. to see a concert. Yeah. 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 What were your thoughts on the lineup? Uh, it was, uh, they, they, they scaled back on shows, uh, the number of shows, They've had like 30 in past years, and it was down to like 22. They might still add some. Uh, Is that because touring schedule, um, different people? Because, you know. Yeah, I think so. I think they just kind of, if they can line up more dates, they'll do it. If if not, they won't. Um, uh, You know, Sue McLean, who who was the longtime booker there, her her company is is now booking in. And Sue is... Sue would book a lot. She was a little more daring with with her booking, and right. uh, uh, they're a little more conservative, I think, with with the numbers and whatnot now. But they they had some interest. They got a, some interest in new stuff this year. I love and then that a the lot suburbs the, are playing. The same I know. Standboys. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some good local stuff. The, the suburb show is, is June nineteenth. The the first show of of the season is the Cactus Blossoms on June first, and I. They they put out one of the best local albums this year, the Cactus Blossoms. It's it's two brothers and they they do these vintage country harmonies like the Everly Brothers. Oh, cool! Uh, but they also have they they've they've been doing that for years and then they yeah. they have and a they new band. They rocked it up a little bit. Yeah, they okay. rocked it up. They got they actually there's it's two there's a third brother who's really it turns out a really great guitarist and uh, it's it's a really fun show. I, I I recommend it. I literally recommend it for everyone. Like okay. like old Everly Brothers fans will love it and. Hipster kids will love it too, um, you know. And then they got a lot of the, oh, you know, Bella Fleck out there is always a great thing. Um, you know, Steve Earle, Roseanne Cash. I don't know why Mark Cohn is, is continues he, to because get, he sells out. Nah, they he sell does, him yeah. out. Yeah. They yeah. sell him out. Yeah, there's a couple of the. Uh, I've got him confused with someone else. Well, Mark Cohn sings, you know, walking in Memphis. Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah. always think he's saying Hallelujah. I never for I'll, I'll never forget the Basilica one year, and I think it was when I worked at Sun Country and just got them aboard because they were a long time sponsor at Basilica and as a result you can sit up on stage with Mark Cohn I was like I don't want to sit up on stage (laughs) you know that seems weird okay then the go sit up on stage and then we had to don't look at him don't make eye contact with him we were just like whoa we hate this (laughs) that's funny don't enjoy the show like the guy at the end of Clockwork Orange oh my god, strapped in the chair yeah, um, you know they they added some kind of hipper, younger names. There's yeah. Connor Oberst is kind of a a, a real uh, acclaimed local singer. Uh, or not I love local, with him when Omaha, he was Bright Eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know they for for kind of the aging hipsters they they put the psychedelic furs on and Psych- James psychedelic fur and with James, which is a great two for Bill psychedelic furs. They they've been playing pretty much the same set for about fifteen years, the same songs. Pretty and pink. I yeah. know, yeah, I okay. know. Lori's staring they, at me. They, they still put on a really good show. The, the kind of the one newsy thing that got a little bit of of uh, raised a little bit of ruckus. People did over it was was. There's only one woman amongst the old. It's a have a, It's all wow, guys. You're Roseanne, right about Roseanne, that. Roseanne Cash is, and the is sisters. The, the girls aren't even coming. That always come. The Indigo Girls Indigo always girls. come. I love. Maybe they're not yeah. touring this summer. Well, they just played with the orchestra, the Minnesota Orchestra. So maybe 
They, they might not be touring. They, they're moms they now, so they don't, they don't tour as much. They because they're both they both have young children. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know it's. Uh, I, Where do we go? Look at uh, musicinthezoo.com yeah, or uh, basilicablockparty.com? Yes, okay. sumaclean.com I think is where you get the, okay. the zoo tickets. Yeah. Okay, so Taylor Swift has another album coming out. Supposedly, who knows? There, there's just all kinds of nerdy stuff. You know, all she did was start a countdown clock, and the internet exploded. Um, Madonna, Madonna has to, she has to work so much harder yeah, though she because does. It, she doesn't have Obviously. as many Insta or Twitter yeah. as a younger you know star does. What? I mean, she just doesn't. Who's what? the guy she's even doing this? Malumo. Oh, we fell in love with him, Julia. He was on win. some award show last fall. He's last fall. He was on American Music Award. You imagine that? But he was like beyond. Beyond handsome, okay. Really, All beyond right. handsome. Well, there you and, go. Like there he's you the go. biggest uh, Latin superstar. Yeah. Well, Do you still you enjoy Madonna, Chris? I I still think she's pretty cool. Yeah. I You know, I, I was Lady Gaga. I thought was I, I find a lot of what she has done prior prior to to you know obviously she took kind of a serious turn with with the movie and everything. But I thought she was a very much a Madonna wannabe and I, I so I always kind of hold her up against Madonna and I still would take Madonna in And I, I would always like how Madonna would like sort of, you know, slap her lightly back into her yeah, corner. That's true. But it's you know true. But no Madonna's still if she's the still songs cool. are good. Yeah, you know, the last yes. couple of albums, you know, we liked uh, there were some good songs on Rebel Heart, but we weren't crazy about the yeah. whole same with the other one, American yeah. Life or I whatever. I go all the way back to Candy, you know the one that she did with Justin Timberlake, yeah. Four Seconds. Oh, yeah, that I was a good that one. Song. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. But I, I was thinking about her album, Immaculate Conception, oh. that she did that compilation album only Loved five it. years into her career. And we bought that? it. Oh, everyone. That was and so great. Yeah. Holiday, Lucky Star, Boy. But it was a compilation five years after being in the business. It's still the best selling compilation album of all time. 30 million copies sold. And Serious. one of the best selling albums of all time. Yeah. Think about that, to be able to do a best of five years into your career. Yeah. And she had a couple new, but I mean, it was, everything was on that. Yeah, I know. amazing. Yes. She hasn't had, that still does so well. She doesn't have to work that hard on her newer stuff. Maybe that's I mean, that is, that is the, the five years. And I remember critics writing about that. Why would you put out a compilation? Yeah. Kind of a best of when you just. When you're only five mm -hmm. years in. And then she did Justify My Love. She Mm -hmm. added a couple songs that weren't on other ones. But in one album, a Madonna crazy fan could have, you know, 18 songs that were all. You yeah, know, hits. Of course, as you know, though she doesn't do barely any of those on tour. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do know yeah, that. Yeah, so let's hope the new stuff is good because if she's going to tour and do that, that's then you want it to be. Yeah, well, the first single is with like this. Like I said, this guy, Mama, yeah. and he's kind of a reggaeton star. Yeah, reggaeton that's right. Star. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Explain that to us. Is that reggae? It's hip hop plus reggae. Basically. Okay, okay. Yeah, for, that's if, what it is. That's it is a Caribbean thing. It's, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's So who are you excited to see this month coming up? Ah, uh, gosh. We're with Chris Riemann Schneider if people are wanting this yes. sexy manly voice um, that we're talking to. Oh, what is coming up uh that I'm excited about? You know, there's the the, the big Soundset Hip Hop Festival and is on Memorial Day weekend and that's that's got a SZA's on that. She's really cool. That is that is a really good lineup overall. Is that at Chanhassen? No, at no at uh, the fairgrounds. The fairgrounds, yeah. yeah, yeah. That does well. I think it's that's a huge. better venue. It's huge, and and yeah, it's it it 
since they moved it to the fairgrounds, it's gotten even bigger. Didn't it used to be out in Canterbury Park yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. that's so, it's just yeah. too far for a lot of people. And then do like the fair vendors that have booths, do they just come in and open up just, if they want? Just a few of them. Probably all around just, the yeah. grandstand. Yeah, and then they bring in some outside vendors. The cookie, the Martha's Cookies. Is open? Yeah. Of course, you got to be. Well, yeah, that's quite quite the good audience to want yeah. cookies. Right, right, that is a perfect. I mean. yeah. Is he going to the Lizzo show? Oh yeah, Are yeah, you going to Lizzo? yeah. That's sold out, isn't it? So so. Yeah, sold that's out. sold out instantly. We, I was hoping she was going to add a second show in her former hometown, but right. she added one in Chicago instead. Instead, yeah, she's exploding um, right she's, now. The, the, I mean, her, she's such her a record star. Fin- finally comes out on Friday. Uh, she's she's playing. I'm flying out to Coachella to interview her there. <gasps> you this, are this weekend. Yeah, you she, buried the lead. She, Chris. she played it last weekend and you know, Coachella's two weekends. Yeah, I've been there a few times. Tell us. Um, it's, it's a better, it's one of the better run festivals. It's got nice, you know, it's in the desert with kind of nice grassy grounds because it's, it's these polo grounds and they, they don't overcrowd it too much. It's, it's gotten a little too Instagrammy and right. corporate, a lot of corporate. Yeah. Look yeah. for the girls in the duct tape, um, fashion, the, the, the fashion bikinis. We posted all this fashion today. Can you for imagine you. stripping the duct tape off? Oh. Owie. <laughs> well, when you're hairless. Oh, jeez. Come on. Sorry. I'm just saying. Okay, so you're going to interview Lizzo this weekend. Yeah, Don't yeah. ask her, her if she, I, how she became comfortable in her own, own skin, skin. Like Craig Melvin, Melvin did. did. Which That's is AKA, how can you stupid. go on stage in a tight outfit because you're fat? Yeah. Oh, I almost hit him. That was been, bad. There's been some several dumb things, including something that was in the Star Tribune that was uh, about how she's... It's embracing who no, she is. No, but here's it's, what it is. It's, it's, it's wonderful. It, you only say it to fat people. Yeah. And she's well, not even and fat. And to women. Yeah. yeah. And you to women. You would never say that to yep. a guy. To I a agree. guy. Yeah. yeah. It is just something that has just so been this like part bad. of our culture that we don't even think anything. Tell her Lori and Julia say hi. <laughs> yeah, we do. We love boys. We thought that should have been a number one hit uh, all over the I world. I think she's had a, a few. The, the, the song Juice is getting top 40 played. It now. is. Mm-hmm. Is so Boys going to be on the Juice album? You know, the new album is. I don't. I actually haven't heard heard the new album okay. yeah and I'm supposed to interview her go we'll figure ask her if boys is because by pop it should be on she still does it live anyway oh so, she does yeah. alright well Chris have fun at Coachella yeah, yeah, thank you so that. much and now uh, will you be tweeting from Coachella should we yes, follow ma'am. you okay yeah. Chris R. Strib if you want to go to Coachella with Chris via Twitter yeah okay yeah I'll be doing selfies with